Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Michael Forstner and welcome to the Kaleidoscope Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to anyone that's suffering with ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease or any type of GI issue. Our goal is to dive deeper into understanding things that can help us improve our GI system. So join us each week where we dive deeper into anything that can be beneficial for us. Finding a quality probiotic can be a challenge. I know firsthand. I've gone through at least a dozen different probiotics and I was never satisfied with the outcome. That changed when I found Just Thrive. Just Thrive has been an outstanding company that has put years into producing a high-quality probiotic. Just Thrive probiotics are spore form and contain a patent strain called Bacillus Indicus HU36. The spores in Just Thrive have been successfully used to enhance digestive health in the pharmaceutical market for over 50 years. Don't just take my word for it. There are over thousands of five-star reviews talking about how amazing Just Thrive is and how it's helped them with their gut health. For my listeners today, head on over to JustThrive.com and use the promo code COLITIS to save 15% on all your orders. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Kaleidoscope. Each and every week, we dive deeper into different scientific or nutritional value foods or anything that can help improve our health. Today's topic is going to be on the power of the elderberry. Now, you probably have heard about this berry before, but never really thought about how it could be beneficial. Now, there are multiple names for this berry. Some go by black elder, European elder, European elderberry, European black elderberry. But for this episode specifically, I'm just going to be sticking with elderberry. Sometimes I may say elderberry bush, but again, that's what I mean when I talk about this fruit. Now, it is commonly used in syrups, jams, and wine, among other medical and culinary delights. Now, this berry has been made up of 80% water which if you haven't listened to my last episode, was about water, so that's kind of how I led to this. 18% carbohydrates and less than 1% of each protein and fat. Elderberries are naturally high in vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin B6, iron, potassium, among several other essential nutrients, which again is why I found it so important when I was researching this because again, a lot of those mineral and vitamins, especially with someone with ulcerative colitis, are really low in those areas. So again, finding foods that are rich in that can definitely help improve your health. Now, one of the most well-studied elderberry syrup benefits is its powerful immune-boosting properties, hence why I'm talking about this. The berries contain chemical compounds called uh, atherocyanides, which I pronounced probably wrong, but again, it's one of those long words, which are known to have immunostimulant effects. Now, my journey through this podcast and through life is to kind of keep searching for foods that have the ability to help boost our immune system. Because again, our immune system with ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, or any other type of autoimmune disease is usually not working properly. So by finding things that can help balance it or get it back to where it should be can have a huge improvement. So again, elderberry is one of those I think can have that benefit. Now, in addition to using elderberry syrup for colds, the flowers of the elder plant are also known to be very effective herbal allergy remedies. Since allergies involve an overreaction of the immune system as well as inflammation, the herb's ability to improve immune function and calm inflammation can help people and provide relief. So again, 
just going back to autoimmune disease, there usually is a lot of inflammation. So therefore, something that can help with sinus issues, they're finding studies with that. I would have a hard time believing that doesn't help in other areas with inflammation. So again, I feel like having something that can decrease inflammation in one area of the body probably has benefits of decreasing inflammation in another part of the body. Now, there's not any studies showing that as of right now, but again, from what I'm reading from these studies, it seems like there's a good possibility that it can help in those areas. Now, along with helping with our immune system, both the elderflower and the berry have traditionally been used to treat diabetes. So research has confirmed that extract of the elderberry flower stimulates glucose metabolism and secretion of insulin, which could potentially help lower blood sugar levels, which is a research journal of nutrition. And again, this is something that I don't have to worry about right now, but again, other people that are listening to this, this is another reason why this berry is so powerful because again, Diabetes is on the rise. Type 2 diabetes is just astronomical. It's skyrocketing through the United States and probably other parts of the world because of how much sugar we're having. So something like this could really help out that area because, again, usually when you have one disease, it's not uncommon to start picking up other ones. So, again, if someone has a GI issue, there's probably another underlying issue that's right on the border of breaking out or happening or already is happening or you've already had something has now led to the autoimmune disease. So again, having things that can help in other areas of your body is always a good thing. So again, that's why I thought was really important about this berry along with the inflammation and the other things that's helped with. Now you're probably wondering, where can I get elderberry? Like most people don't really think about seeing elderberry out in the wild and picking it because most people don't know what it looks like. Well, today, it's really easy to find it in any local store, whether it's your health section, grocery stores, things along those lines, because elderberry comes in so many different varieties. There's elderberry gummies, elderberry wine, elderberry juice. Um, that's the one I actually prefer to have. I get it from a local farm that they mix it with actually raw honey, and I just have a little sip of that each and every day, which can help my immune system. But again, the gummies themselves, or if they're in jam or anything else, you're still going to get those benefits, even though it's in different forms. So I always say find something that's easiest for you to consume because sometimes you may not like one or may not want to consume in a certain way. So again, gummies are usually a safe bet. But when you're doing that, make sure to check there's not a lot of sugar in them because again, sugar, there's just so much of it in all our foods. So try to avoid as much as possible because again, you don't want to keep increasing your sugar intake. You want to decrease that because that also will help your gut and your overall health. Now, a few other things I want to hit on with the elderberries is a few of the other vitamins and minerals and the benefits it has. So again, it's high in vitamin C. There are about 6 to 35 milligrams of vitamin C per 100 grams of fruit, which accounts for up to 60% of the recommended daily intake. Now, vitamin C is usually one, along with vitamin D, that most people do not get enough of. So again, having something like this can already get you closer to how much you need for vitamin C in just a little bit. And obviously, if you're eating different foods like oranges or something with citrus, you're going to get that vitamin C as well. Now, it's high in dietary fiber. Elderberries contain 7 grams of fiber per 100 grams of fresh berries, which over one quart is recommended daily intake. Now, this is dealing mostly when you're eating the berries. So I want to say that when you're not 
eating a berry as a whole, you're probably not going to get as much fiber because, again, if you're just drinking by the juice, there's really going to be no fiber at all. But to the people that are eating it berry-wise, this is also a benefit for them too. It's also a good source of the phenolic acids. These compounds are powerful antioxidants that can help reduce damage from oxidative stress in the body. So again, what I was mentioning earlier about decreasing inflammation in different parts of the body, this is one of the reasons why I think it can actually be used in different areas, even though the study only said sinus issues, because again, having this phenolic acid going through our entire body is going to help decrease the oxidative stress, which if you don't know about, I've talked about this in recent episodes, but again, that's putting damage on our body. So the fact that this fruit or liquid, however you're having it, can actually decrease this, can really help amplify our body and also help it repair, which again, our body needs time to repair because again, with autoimmune diseases, there's always damage, always inflammation that's kind of putting havoc on the body itself. And then the last thing I wanted to mention was the good source of flavonoids. Elderberries contain the oxidant flavonoid curcutin, which again, I have a hard time pronouncing that one. And this flower contains up to 10 times more flavonoids than the berry itself. So what that means is that when you're condensing it down, you're going to get more of the flavonoids. So again, that's why I drink the liquid form and not the berry. But again, if you do the berry, you're going to get more fiber. So there's a trade-off between each and every one. So again, there are huge benefits, different ways you eat it. Again, I always say it's a really powerful fruit. But again, you want to make sure that you're able to take this. So again, I always recommend that you do talk to your medical provider before you start taking, whether it's liquid, gummies, things along those lines. Because again, if you are in some type of medication, there could be some alternating effects with it interacting with that medicine. So again, make sure to contact someone before you start increasing your dose of it or taking it in general. Along with that too, it is recommended that elderberry is not or should not be taken by children or adolescents below age of 18 or pregnant ladies or lactating women. So again, if that's your category, so you may want to shy away from it until then. That's all I have for you today. I know I spit a lot of information out on this episode. So again, I hope you like it. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. Again, I want to get this education, this information out to more and more people because again, there's so many people out there that are struggling with some type of autoimmune disease. I know I was there for a couple of years, had no idea what I could do to help increase my health. So again, something along those lines, this podcast may help them. So share it with them because again, you never know how far this message can go. And again, I want to make sure I can help people along this journey because I've been there and I know it's hard, it's a long struggle, but each and every day, if you are able to improve just a little bit by increasing different food intakes, getting that water, resting, hydrating, know what you're supposed to be doing with your body, goes a long way. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. As always, stay healthy and we'll see you next time. That is a wrap for our podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If, again, you like this episode, make sure to comment and like this and share with all your friends. It means so much when you share this information with everyone else. Again, if there's anything that you want to hear, send us an email, send us a comment. We'll definitely be happy to respond back to that and maybe talk about that topic. 
as always, make sure to talk to your provider first before you make any medical changes. Again, this is not meant to be something for you to change your medication or anything along those lines. You need to talk to your medical provider first before you make any changes. As always, stay healthy. We'll see you next time. The information provided is more for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other health care provider. This information is not to be used or relied on for any diagnostic or treatment purposes. You should not use this information for diagnosis or treatment of any health problem or as a substitute for medication or other treatments prescribed by your physician. Please consult your health care practitioner before embarking on a diet, fast, exercise, or supplement program. Thank you.